You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Well, remember, we're taking your calls on 086-000-2032. That is our studio line, and the lines are always open. You can also drop me a voice note on 0614-104-107 and a tweet at Aldrin Sampier. And uh, we will be taking some of uh, your calls a bit later on. In the meantime, let's move over to this story in conversation next with Aubrey Shabalala, Communication Workers Union's General Secretary. Some bad news for workers in the telecommunications industry. Telcom has announced they plan to retrench 1,800 workers. The company says it will enter a formal consultation process with all affected parties in terms of Section 189 of the Labor Relations Act regarding the restructuring of certain operations. The post office also says it needs to retrench about 300 workers in order to stay sustainable. CEO Nomkita Mona says 1,700 employees have already left the SOE by taking voluntary severance packages. Uh, Aubrey Shabalala now joining us on the line. Aubrey, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. So a lot is happening in the telecommunications sector, um, but also looking, for instance, at the telecom as well as the post office. And back in 1999, these two entities were actually under the same department of post and telecommunications. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone, and uh, afternoon to the listeners as well. What do you make of what's happening in the industry currently? uh, Yeah, it's sad, it's tragic uh, in in both institutions. Just to correct, uh, it's... Uh, the CEO for post office said 3,000, not, not 300. And he said that, she said that in medium, uh, but in terms of the process, what is written to us, what is standing, is 6,000. Uh, so what she said on medium, what is written to us are two different things. Perhaps they will say it at the CCMA when we meet. But uh, indeed, it's tragic because these challenges that we see today uh, a man-made problem. We could have we had a forecast on this, and uh, we have long been raising the flag on the same issue. Let's quickly start with uh, uh, the telecom issue. Uh, it's now a trend uh, since the landing of Sipoma Sagotili. She left. Uh, now Daukudeng was taken over on that and is proceeding. Since 2014, if you can look at the trend, telecom retrenches in every two years. So it's 2014. Then followed by 2016, it went to 2018, then 2020, now it's 2023. But what then happens in the interval is that uh, the following year they will claim dividends and uh, give themselves super bonuses at the executive level because they have created artificial uh, profit by firstly disposing uh, the company's property, selling it off, and retrenching workers, and that creates a, a profit. And before, most of the people that were called uh, self-appointed analysts and so forth, they said uh, Sikoma said of 10 things around. But the stats are now showing that, uh, in fact, when telecom was massive in Africa, when it came in, it shrank uh, to the way it is now. It can hardly compete with the local uh, um, service providers such as MTN and, and Vodacom. And uh, the network has shrunk because they've lost the forecast uh, when they were out, there was erosion of uh, copper into uh, optic fiber. They did not take that space. They've lost significant amount of consumers. Uh, well, it sounds like though they're even saying that they're struggling with OpenServe and they want to sell that off. 
In, in fact, they, they get, uh, they give in a number of different signals on OpenServe. Remember, there was this uh, thing that uh, MTN is going to buy and the forecast was more on infrastructure, which is OpenServe. Daokubong later on came up that we are not selling so, uh, OpenServe. Then they came back and said, we are now um, embarking on Section 197, outsource OpenServe. Uh, so there's mixed uh, signals that they are giving to us. But the, the point that I was uh, wanting to drive, Adrian, is that uh, these artificial profits are only made for the executive and the board, but it kills the infrastructure and ultimately uh, workers are losing. Because if you look from 2014 till now, I can give you all the arguments. It's the same excuses. There's a decline in voice. There's a decline in, in profit in all of those. And as a result, we have to retrench. Only now with an addition of three, and the addition is now the lockdown uh, impact. Hmm. Uh, it's also the question of uh, load shedding, they say. And uh, the third one, is, uh, uh, which is a strange one, it's a spectrum that was given to all or was rolled out by the government. They are saying now the spectrum impact by giving it to their competitors, it has given them a mileage uh, to compete effectively against telecom. If you can go back in 2018, they were saying the government must roll out the spectrum so that they can be able to, to compete. So even the country itself suffers because post I mean, telecom should have been leading in this thing of uh, reducing the data tariffs mm. because it's a national uh, organization. It does not do that. What does it do? It concentrates on maximizing bonuses of individuals as opposed to what its primary mandate is. And that's why we find ourselves in that situation. Um, considering that government is also a shareholder and you also have yes. the PIC being a shareholder, what mm-hmm. do you think the signal should then be from government? But then at this, in the same breath, um, you have what's currently t- taking place at post office as well. And I don't know whether they'll be able to save these workers. And then you raise an important question, but uh, your, your question is good as mine. Uh, maybe we have to start there. Does the government have interest? I mean, we, we cannot even talk of these issues separately. Mm. We know what happened at FAA. We know what happened at Benef. We see what is happening at ESCOM. So the trend is, is, is almost the same. It's just in different uh, cuts and shapes. So maybe that's a question that we need to ask ourselves as South Africans. Is the ultimate aim to close all the SOEs? Is there any interest to make SOEs succeed? Because indeed, if Telcom in 2012 was one of the giants in Africa, not, not in South Africa, and today struggling to compete with the South African companies that uh, are here, then we must be sitting with a serious problem. That's why we are opposed to this uh, retrenchment uh, that is coming now. Uh, because we think that uh, it's nothing else but to close down telecom ultimately. Because it's the same trajectory. I can confirm now that in 2025, we'll have another retrenchment process. Because there's nothing that shows that telecom has done at the production line to make sure that it creates revenue. All what we see is this chop and changing of artificial profits. Wasn't there a conversation between MTN and Telcom as well um, to have MTN acquire a stake in Telcom? There was, which uh, somehow it fell off. Uh, we we raised a flag ourselves when there was the interest of uh, 
into and buying that. We, we actually have um, previews about it, mm-hmm. is that it might assist in, in beefing up the infrastructure of telecoms in South Africa, first and foremost, and it might just be that uh, launching pad, you know, to dominate in, in Africa yeah. and in the Middle East. That was the first point. But we have then raised the flag and said, where will it leave workers of South Africa, first and foremost, in terms of uh, creating new uh, job opportunities and business opportunities, not only jobs, mm. but business opportunities. Uh, we have then gone to the competition and said, we want to be stakeholders in terms of participating in the shaping of this thing. So unfortunately, that process fell off even before we get into those discussions. As to whether it will come back or not, it's another thing to, to look into. But uh, the, the major concern now is that are we not chopping telecom to a point that uh, whenever it's going to be sold, it's going to be sold next to nothing. And uh, we think that's a process that they are opening up. Because the disposing of the, uh, the properties of telecom is a clear indication that uh, there's no uh, focus about the growth of the company in the near future. Yeah. And a final one on uh, the post office. Uh, we've seen, for instance, with Amazon as well, Amazon saying that they'll be retrenching around 18,000 workers. So post office not being spared at all. But what we realize with the South African post office is that it's almost like there is a, a death of ideas and innovation with the post office because it's not like people are stopping sending stuff to each other. Yes, they may have stopped sending letters to each other, but we still have courier services, which are becoming quite huge. Even Amazon is, quick, is, is, is building in Cape Town. Absolutely. If you look around it, then you'll, you'll realize that the post and courier Actual courier services are growing large in South Africa at a private sector level. And you look around, you see the trucks of various companies. And post office actually is growing globally on what you've just said now, because with the lockdown, with the technology intervention, many people are now starting to buy online. And as a result, you need someone who will deliver that parcel to you, uh, which means that uh, the postal courier is growing. But the, the trend globally is that the post office operates on three segments. One is mail, which is declining because of technology intervention. Two, it's a, it's a courier, which is growing very hard. And uh, the third one is a uh, uh, financial sector. And the financial sector, we've seen our government pulling out post bank from post office. It weakens it. It's not the best international practice. If you look at all the, the, the Germans, if you look at the, the successful Japan uh, post office, you'll see that they have those three segments. So that even when it can be uh, in a position to self-subsidize itself, because remember, post office has this uh, universal access obligation so that the poor can continue yeah. to have access uh, into these services because not all of us can afford the private sector. So you need an institution that will be self-serving and self-subsidizing. So in this instance, the government dropped the ball there by firstly cutting completely the subsidy. When it came back around 2012, it was not longer proportional, but still regulating post office not to increase prices. And now lately, they've taken completely away uh, uh, the, the, the post office itself, I mean the post bank itself. Hence, as communication workers, you know, and he said, there should be a state intervention because part of these failures 
are informed by yeah. policies and regulations in their sector. Aubrey, thank you so much for your time. Aubrey Shabalala is uh, the General Secretary of the Communication Workers' Union.